Geek Shock. Geek Shock. The cosmos is also within us. We're made of star stuff. We are away of a cosmos to know itself. Across it always makes you feel better. You look better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about look better. But oh, yeah. Totally plastic. I, I can hear it in your voice. You you it sound is. sexy wearing those glasses. It brings the sex out. Look out, ladies. The gay sex. You're about to get well. Welcome Focus Geek Shock number 108. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And we, uh, yeah, our geek rating, our geek cred has not gone down. We're still AAA rating, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, you say so. Yeah. Geithner's got other words for us. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, a geek cred anyway, not a all country right. cred. So we're all right. Yeah, that's what I call this street cred. Yeah, right here, my gut. Belly? My yeah. gut. That's, that's nerd to street cred. Oh. <laughs> oh. Too too big to I starve. I love it. I love it. <laughs> too big to fail. That's oh man. Why don't we have some of those nerd shirts? <laughs> Sell I'll those at Comic Con. I'll make you one. Too big to Holy fail. <laughs> I'll, I'll get a picture of you. I'll get a picture oh, of you no, in a funny pose drop, and put I too drop big to these fail. LBs, but uh, <laughs> I love food. Thanks. I'll have to tell uh, tell Barry to get on that graphic design. <laughs> Well, there's an arrow pointing down. Yeah, just an arrow pointing down <laughs> to your balls. Too big to fail. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. My dick TM. is too big to fail. TM. Bing. <laughs> Circle R. <laughs> well, before we go on the show proper, gentlemen, uh, email time. Hey, email. email. Zephyr, one of our regular contributors. Uh, we like this guy. Zephyr goes, uh, what's up, what's up? Oh, boy. It's, it's big letters with the exclamation points. Got so, it. Yeah. Jerry's yelling. Now, Zephyr here to tell you guys you should check on the show of Code Monkeys because it's balling. And you should also play uh, War Shogun 2 and uh, friend him on Steam so, so you can keep up the bro hands. Later, Zephyr, third of his name, commander of the Night's Watch. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> you, you, who's here seen Code Monkeys? I have. And? Uh, it is excellent. I've only seen a couple episodes of it. Uh, the one that I saw was the one where they were uh, uh, goofing on the E.T. video game. Yes. That's one of the, the first episodes way back when. So it's been a while since I've actually seen any any newer material, but it's the, set, the E.T. one was pretty funny. It's set in an 80s video game studio, Yeah, and there's tons and tons of inside jokes. And it's all 8-bit animated. It's well done. Uh, Dana Snyder, the voice of mm-hmm. Master Shake is prominently featured as one of the characters on there as well. And he's hilarious as always. And yeah, it's a good, funny, funny show. It's on the Netflix streaming now. Yeah. It was yeah, on, it right. was, I saw that. It was on with G4 for a little while. That's and where then, it got started. Uh, it was unceremoniously, yeah. uh, well, I don't know. They I just don't like, think it got renewed. That's all. Uh, they yeah, might have done like say, a secondary It never really got canceled season. and they never said it's not coming back. It just yeah, disappeared off their I don't know what happened to it, but it was yeah. pretty funny. Some good writers on there too. Anybody played a Shogun Two? I believe that's PC, right? War Shogun Two? Yeah, I don't know. I have not played Shogun Two. Uh, Total War Shogun Two? Any of the Total, Total anybody, War? Anybody play any of the Total War games? Total <laughs> War Shogun. What are those about? Total War uh, real time strategy. Are the ones where it's totally war going on. That's why he totally. There's a Shogun. That's where it's Total War. Got and then you have a you have a Shogun. Nothing you're, you're but I played nothing but with. war, <laughs> which was close. I played nothing but war samurai. But war samurai. Nothing but war oh, samurai. Nothing but war samurai. <laughs> yeah, which is all about the samurai butt wars <laughs> of eighteen oh six. They have no butts. Nothing well, not after those samurai <laughs> butt wars. They don't. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm gonna perform Harry Carey. 
Up your ass! How did I go this long in playing PC? You games mean Harry Carey? And not yep. play? Holy cow! <laughs> how did I go this long without playing any of the Total War games? I mean, there's how many now? Are they anything like your your Dynasty Warriors? Oh, stuff? I know. I was playing no, uh, Dynasty Warriors. I was playing all. Absolute okay. Conflict. I was playing Absolute Conflict. Uh, Chinese guy. That's uh, <laughs> uh, a different one. Absolute conflict Chinese guy is a whole different game. You're telling me. Different game. <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really elf. <laughs> yeah. I'm in jail. Oh, no. I was playing Complete Fight Oriental. Complete That's what I was Fight playing. Oriental? Complete Fight <laughs> Oriental. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice Which is also on the menu at Panda Express. <laughs> You get more and more general. If you'd you like go. to yeah, right. general chow, <laughs> you get more general chow. As long as it is in general bureau. <laughs> no. Complete fight oriental. <laughs> Boong. And we got another email from uh, Mark Valentin. Uh, hey, guys. I had left a comment on your website about doing the Ugly Couch Show drinking game to your River of Doom episode, a.k.a. Greatest Hits episode. I got around to doing it not too long ago, and oh, I Lord. thought I'd tell you how that went. Oh, my God, God Mark. Mark. How wow. could you do this, Mark? I drank to the episode. <laughs> I would dr- Okay, how I drank to the episode. I would drink whenever someone in the episode said to drink, and I would drink whenever there was a reference from a previous episode. When Jeff said, finish the drink and start another, I did that. I didn't do shots because I'd be dead in 15 minutes. <laughs> I had to try it three separate occasions. The first time I tried it, I'd started drinking, and I guess I passed out in the middle of it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember waking up the same night trying to keep going where I left off, and I passed out again. Oh, you madman. You're a madman. The second time, I uh, I tried the game with my buddy Anthony. He couldn't get his PS3 to play the episode while we played Mortal Kombat, which is why the Xbox is the superior machine, he says. Yes. So we just had to listen to it off my iPod. It was hard to hear while I was beating Anthony Senseless with Raiden, so the drinking potential wasn't maximized. Third time, I had downed three new castles before the 30-minute mark. <laughs> and Lord. I didn't feel like going to the hospital for alcohol poisoning, so I stopped drinking. <laughs> oh, come on. That's only three new castles in 30 minutes. Oh You'll be God. fine. Wanted to say that your show is awesome. Keep doing the great work. Your shows make work go so much quicker. If people st- haven't tried it already, try the Ugly Cow Show drinking game. It's super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Belzer, thank you. Thank you, Mark, for, for attempting this uh, life-risking endeavor. <laughs> A bold endeavor. Wow. Yeah, wow, we're going to have to start doing liability uh, claims yeah. at the beginning the of the show. The Ugly Cow Show holds no responsibility for liver damage. <laughs> Good lord. I'm surprised your liver didn't just up and leave. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> we don't take responsibility for anything we say ever. That's true. Because why? Because <laughs> we're on the internet, which is the wild, unprosecutable West. <laughs> you laugh, Kirsten, but it's true. My anonymity is secure. <laughs> Especially while I'm wearing these sunglasses while doing this podcast. This is the guy that announces what he's doing every single week Keeps and where he's going to be. Man, I don't care. <laughs> Motherfuckers need to know. Someone want to come at me? Bring it. Let's go. I'm a fame whore. I'm the famous Paul, for God's sakes. I think those glasses make you infamous, Paul. <laughs> Ooh, what? isn't that? That's it. That's my mere what universe is, version. What is, infamous, what is infamous? No, no goatee, just a pair of glasses. Infamous? 
Yeah, just the glasses. The glasses I become infamous Paul. <laughs> dun dun dun. I'll have to create that character for next week. Yes. Yeah. I'll oh. play I'll be the infamous Paul. Oh Lord help us. On a mere universe. Or maybe around Halloween. So long as he isn't a uh, robot. He won't be a robot. He'll just be a raging asshole. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Even worse than me. Great. <laughs> oh, so he's not different from you. No, he's, he's just he's more just, you he's than you. He's just more me than me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. In this case, in could be replaced with the FX Mega. Mega Paul. Mega famous Paul. Mega famous Paul. Yes. All right. Mega famous Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what geeky things you guys do this week? Fuck. What did I do? Well, that's not very geeky, but hey, go for uh, it. All right. Um, Woo. Well, I begrudgingly signed up <laughs> yet again for the Club Eternia Figure <laughs> of the Month subscription. <laughs> It's going to cost me out the bloody butthole all year long. How much does a bloody butthole cost these days? Let me tell you right now, right now, before the possible addition of a six-figure variant collection, it's the 30th anniversary next year Okay, of the line of He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Exciting. And there are six special 30th anniversary figures that were announced. All right? Okay. But they were not originally included as part of the subscription service. But everybody's butthurt and saying, hey, this is supposed to be our all-inclusive subscription service. So Give us was, the figures. So, so this was on top of what yeah. they normally would So have. it will probably get remedied. If it does. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if it does, if those six figures get added, you're looking at a base cost of around $640 <laughs> for next year's figures. And you get what? One a, one a month? That's without shipping. Yeah, you get well. You know, it's more than one a month. Oh Jesus! Because this is what you get: the one subscription figure a month. Okay. Plus, there are four quarterly uh, special figures <laughs> variants. <laughs> there are um, reissues that aren't. They're they're trickling down on those. Okay. There are beasts, and there are vehicles. Jesus. Yeah, and it's all inclusive this year, so it's just much more. So would you yeah. say you get what twenty four items a year on this roughly? Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's about a, it's about a fifty dollar a month thing, but you know, I don't do other toys anymore, so that's my that's one. All, this is what really. this is. You you have stripped down to. This just is pretty this. much. This is my main thing. Yeah, and it's ah. and it's great, and they're they're the nicest figures. You know, uh, I will be getting some of those Legos when they come out next year. So so you say if you strip down Paul to his basic elements, it would be. A He-Man, Evangelion, and Simpsons. Um, yeah, right now, and even even Evangelion, right now, all my Evangelion stuff is packed away. Right now, right now, oh, all wow. I have on display is a little bit of Transformers, a little bit of Star Wars, a heap ton of Simpsons falling down the charts this and, week, and uh, tons of <laughs> He-Man. Yeah, oh, I love I love the Evangelion though. That's uh, that holds a special place. Um. But, I'm, tra- uh, I'm talking the core of Paul, the inner Paul, the geek. Well, right Paul. now the focus is on masters because, you know, I, I you got to get it while the getting's good. And this is the 30th anniversary. This 30th is getting anni- good. It's the 30th anniversary. PowerCon's coming up. Don't you know? I know it. <laughs> There's talk of the new movie. There's talk of bringing the line to retail. It's a big. T- they just got the filmation rights. Did you guys? Talk- you yeah. didn't talk about this, did you? know? no. Not yes. last week we didn't. Oh, okay. So that was the big news. Or did I talk about that? Yeah, I think yeah. you did. You yeah. Did so that's so they got the filmation rights. So that's the Pop music. And so you gotta. You basically have to subscribe for the thing to get Shadow Weaver. 
right? Yeah. Just like that Voltron out there, man. Yeah, fuck that Voltron. <laughs> fuck that Voltron. It's too much money. You want it. I do, but not that bad. Voltron ain't my thing. Now, if they were doing uh, Messenger Z, ho, ho, ho. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd pay $200 for a Transor Z straight up. Easy. Uh, what other geeky things did I do? Not a lot. I've been playing uh, some more Dead Space 2, which I love. That's something I want to get back to. Finally catching up on that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not close to beating it yet, but it's a great game. Uh, what Magic the Gathering Online. Oh, Lordy. Love that game. You played that at all? The new t- 2012 not, version? Not the new one, no. It's real good. Bust open a deck. You pay another dollar, and you crack all the cards open. I've been doing that with every deck. I'm not even fucking around with this thing. It's like so can, this actually has deck building in it. Then, well, you remember like the last one when you went when you win a match with a deck that you've won, you unlock one more card. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck that. You spend a dollar and you unlock the whole deck. Done. They got you. Yeah, of they course got they you. got me. But it's still cheaper than the that's true the actual physical card. That's true. Which... And I want to buy magic cards. But I have no one to play the physical game with right now. I feel you. So there we go. I mean, I've got I bought the dragons versus knights set a couple weeks ago, and I've oh, got Jesus. them all. I've got them all slicked so away. You, and so you're ready. I'm ready to play a versus game one on one with that. But that pack is just sitting there, pristine and sleeves, no. just aching to be fiddled with. I'll get a deck one of these days. I'll get a deck. You don't scare me. Well, <laughs> you and I need to. You and I need to go and get the 2012 packs if they're still available okay they should still be it's only been like three weeks oh sure the big box with oh. all the with all the boosters it's oh, like 40 Christ. bucks 40 bucks yeah all right so if we each throw down 40 bucks we get the base set eight boosters and we can just right there build and go sounds fun it'd be a lot of fun sounds like a lot of fun you crazy kids you yeah. you'd get into it too wouldn't you kirsten oh i don't know cards you ever uh, done the magic <clears throat> Uh, Federico trying to show me Pokemon. No, oh, I remember that. Day. Not the same goddamn thing. You know what? All. It's not far off, buddy. No, no, it's, it's not. A, just, I love no. Pokemon. It, it's far off. Person. Pokemon trading card game is so goddamn good. Wow. On the Game Boy Color. Oh, <laughs> I put 80 hours in that fucking game. Wow. I love that game. Oh, no, I had you. that game licked. I built a deck that was unstoppable. It's funny that you mentioned Fed because he tried to get me into Pokemon card game. And it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should exactly. Well, so it, he was just spread. He was the the minister. He was he the, was the very proselytizer. In, very into it at that time. I've told this story before. And Barry's not here to try and uh, counter it because he can he can't. But <laughs> then go for it, absolutely. Dude, at one point, you and Rawl and Barry and uh, Justin, uh, yeah. just like had box. I, I'm not kidding you. They would bring boxes, like big, huge boxes. Full of cards. We were to throwing play down matches, money. and they were. I, I don't know how you guys afforded all of those cards. Yeah, well, they're not, they weren't that terribly expensive. And the start of it was there was a Tower Records closing down. Oh, okay. oh they'll do it. And they were selling uh, a bunch of starter sets wholesale, and that's what got me. Holy I yeah. bought a bunch of starter sets, and I was like, Whoa, wow. Wow. Uh, but it's an excellent game. But there would be plenty of days when Barry and I would get our play field mat set out on the table get all our cards <laughs> he's not had, joking he had, i know he's not we had pokeballs full of counters i love this it's so good we throw in a vhs of pokemon go berry go and we'd sit down and play while drinking midori sours <laughs> oh god i'm <laughs> telling you we were 
the Medjugorje we were like, Sours. We were like some time. bizarre, queer, southern gentleman from a deranged future planet. It was awesome. I remember the Medjugorje, yeah. Oh, God, that was my drink for a little bit. You guys loved that thing for a while, yeah. I thought you were into the hypnotic. Listen, that was later. Hypnotic was, was, la- later. was later. Yeah, but not, not that I ever drank to any. I mean, I would have one, you know, and sip it all night. But mm-hmm. anything that tasted fruity and girly, that's all I wanted. Not like our friend Skills, who has a half a glass of wine and passes out. <laughs> uh, see, Paul, that's nice. what I love about you. You, you, you uh, there is no shame in my game. No, yeah, there, there, <laughs> there is no mask you wear for the masses. You, you are who you are, and I've always been, and I expect that out of you. However, in in uh, girl lady hair Barry, who who you yeah. Know, who tries to pass himself off a little cool? School, yeah, school, right. School yeah, for he's cool too cool for school. Yeah, that one. And I do remember him complaining about the videotapes of Pokemon. It was like it was a little over the top. Yeah, well, it's like it's like I don't want to play in the game. <clears throat> Fuck that stupid fucking video. Of the See, fucking I love Pokemon I in the love background. animation. I love the Pokemon show. It's really funny. But Barry holding the the Pokeball is is a great visual. We played a lot. We played versus. Yeah, it was great. A Pokeball in one hand and a Midori sound in the other yep. is a great visual. My friend, it was a real thing. It was a real thing. <laughs> It really happened, and oh, it was good. Man, man. Um, yeah, shit. What other geeky stuff did I do this week? Anything? Jesus, I don't know. How about you, Kirsten? What'd you do? Uh, I uh, guested on the podcast Geek Fights. Oh. What was the fight? Uh, uh, the fight was best bad movie, which was interesting because we had different qualifications for a best bad movie. Uh-huh. So my I, apparently uh, I'm of a different generation, so <laughs> I will. How are you now? I yeah. Because apparently the, the the massive list that these guys did were the greatest all, generation. All uh, big budget movies, you know, that they would just be Waterworld. upset about and say like, were like bad. Catwoman, like that kind of thing. No, exactly. Waterworld is just Catwoman bad Catwoman was one of them, and uh, somebody else had thrown in episode three. But those know? aren't good bad movies. <clears throat> those are like those are just shit. And, and well, s- and speaking of, when I, w- I stopped at a Goodwill today. And they had the novelization of Catwoman. Holy mackerel. Good God. <laughs> wow. That's the Halle Berry Catwoman novelization? About, yeah. Yes, they had wow. that. Talk that about exists. Yeah, you open Good it up. Will. The first page says, Halle Berry is Catwoman. Page two, she all sexy. Page three, Halle Berry is still Catwoman. Page four, she's still sexy. Page five, ain't she fine? Page six, the end. So I was doing the this mess of uh, low budget movies, B movies. Sure, sure. I, I can sit there and say technic, you know, the technical was bad, but it was a great movie. In fact, that's what it does for me. So of course, as you guys could possibly guess, I, I had Hawk the Slayer in there. Okay. You yeah. know, Corman's uh, production, uh, Death Race 2000. Oh, Hell yeah! You know, I've which, never seen Hawk the Slayer. What's that? Oh, that's like uh, that's that was like a very low budget British fantasy movie that uh, I'll have to subject you to. That kind of like bad taste. Uh, no, no. It was just that it was incredibly low budget. It took itself seriously, right? But the storyline is very sincere. Very sincere and serious, but it was very, Not very like laser low. blast. We're talking no, nowhere near laser blast. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're talking about at one point a special effect with silly string. Nice. <laughs> meant to simulate blood. I guess uh, it's no. a web. What's no. it meant? It, well, it was kind of a coding, uh, paralyzation, cocooning type of effect thing. Ah, so. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Maybe. I, I haven't seen that one. What? What? Oh. They, they do it with, with 
But what? You, you, I you expect that out of Todd, but not out of you. You're not they leaving use, this place without that DVD. Sir. They use. Oh, uh, what? Well, I gotta watch that candy. alone. No. Oh, Todd, where is? You have that right over here, don't you? Somewhere. It's, it's alphabetized. If you wanna, <laughs> it's, pick through it later. Oh shit! No. Now, what? Now is not the time to look. Are you oh, got a question? But, what? Well, no, because. Kirsten, you uh-huh. one uh-huh. of the guys that worked with us at Star Trek way back in the day is in the movie. Oh, is he now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember I, that? I'd, I'd heard of, I don't remember who, but I'd heard yeah, about that. Yeah. 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 He was yeah, one, yeah. Of our, one of our supervisor guys way back in the day. I can't yeah. for the life of me remember his name right now, but I That's know awesome. if I saw him. Maybe. Yeah. I think he was one of the clowns all covered in makeup. Even, and, then you would yeah. never recognize him. Precisely. Wow. Uh, and I also saw- I was a clown too in that, by the way. No, you weren't. You lie in face. <laughs> I uh, also saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, oh shit! So, so, and uh, not bad, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it's not the it. It ain't no. It ain't no Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, that was the worst piece of garbage. But um, God was, damn that movie! It was made actually me angry. very interesting. How hey, they, hey, how, how they are you? Work things around and uh, how, how they do what they did, and it's quite obvious the writers watched the five classics because they had references to them nice. throughout. Good. In, including uh, including back-to-back references, which only only like someone who's really deep into the, the five classics would even recognize. Well, I know they started with the, the, the name of the chimp was Caesar. Right. And Caesar was the one that, you know... Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen the original... Yeah. Oh, God. Seriously? Oh, I saw the first one, but not in the sequels. You, uh, you never saw whole, Beneath the, the Planet of the Apes? I never saw Beneath, beneath the Planet no. of the Apes? That's or, or like Return. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes? Uh, beneath is my Escape favorite one. Escape the Planet it's of the Apes? fucked up. The Licking of the Planet of the Apes? Never saw any of them. Licking. I have the entire film series yeah. on Blu-ray sitting it's a there. It's Kirsten, is it true? Listen, the, I have uh, to see the Ga- Galactica first, right? Oh, oh, my God. Are you watching that? No, I decided to watch Glee instead. Yeah. Oh. I told Good you choice. to leave Glee here. Good choice. <laughs> You've seen Glee before. I've seen, I've seen some of Glee. I love You've that not line. seen any of Battlestar. Watch the Battlestar. Glee Star. is toilet water. Glee, Glee is fantastic. Toilet water. Fantastic toilet water. Fuck that show. It's awesome. Wait, You're I thought wrong. you were you no, were a face. Glee supporter before, Paul. To your face. I can I can tolerate it, but not much anymore. It's garbage. That girl's hot as balls. The blonde one? No. The brunette. The, What's her the, name? The singer? The one yeah. with the big mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girl with the big mouth? You <laughs> think big mouths are so attractive? Their characters What's are so the with you? that they just come right out and make their own The statement. girl who has that face? <laughs> <laughs> that one with the face and eyes? Oh, Jesus. The one with the hair? <laughs> the ambulatory one whose arms move? Is that the one you've... The one who has skin? <laughs> the girl with those ears? Oh, my God. Outrageous. You find that woman? The one, the one who breathes? The breathing one? Oh, gross. Oh, yuck. Oh, God. So, but, yeah, go see Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, Thank my you. question to you, Kirsten. Kirsten. Yes, Paul. Is the sex scene as hot and steamy as I have been led to believe? Oh, the chimp God. sex scene? Yeah. No. I thought that's why they called it Rise. Well, it's Rise. It's not sex. God he's just masturbating. Ugh. He's a chimp. He just masturbates because he's a chimp? Yeah. Does he throw, Do they throw poop? Uh, he doesn't throw poop. Nobody throws poop? Nobody throws poop. What? 
kind of monkey movie doesn't have them throwing shit? God damn they're it. They're not monkeys. They're, they're apes. And they evolve. Oh, they're not monkeys. They're apes. There you go. Thanks very much, Mr. Wizard. If I wanted a fucking <laughs> science lesson, I'd go to school. I came to... I That's came actually to, a line from the movie. Is it what sh- it says? Are you, thanks, are you sure Mr. you want Wizard? him to keep wearing the sunglasses? <laughs> it's completely changed his personality. Does he personality. say thanks, Mr. Wizard? Does he really say thanks, Mr. Wizard? No. Does he say thanks? <laughs> does he say thanks for the science lesson? No, no. The the line I said, Paul. It's not all about you. Occasionally, it's about some of us. What? What line you said? They're not monkeys. They're apes. Oh, he says that. Yes. <laughs> oh, they said. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. Oh, they said something I just said. I predicted what's in the rise of the planet of the apes. They might have. I am such a funny motherfucker. They might have. Oh, I am so smart. They oh, might have. Oh, look at me. Okay, when when the Green Goblin shows up, what happens? Uh, Caesar stabs him through the gut with the the Goblin mobile. Does his dad come back? <laughs> Uh, no, but his son shows up. Yeah, well, that, duh. I saw the previews. <laughs> Green Goblin's kid is clearly in the movie. Yeah, clearly. Harry Osborn. Is that why he's in the movie? Because they, because he's like, yeah, hey, you should join he's, up. He's Your Harry name's Osborne. Harry. He's so smart. He should be Harry like the monkeys. Apes. So eventually all movies are going to cross over. Is that, that was going to happen? It already happened in yeah. my head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. If I even IDW talk about what Paradise. I did, we're going to be here for another 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> let's get to some yeah, news. let's get to the news. All right. News that don't give a shit about. <laughs> the girl with her nose. <laughs> she is hot, by the way. She's, she's fucking she's, amazingly she hot. Yes. Holy God, melt steel hot. <laughs> uh, but fuck that show. Tim Hill, <laughs> whose biggest credits so far are his writing jobs on SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, SpongeBob. SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Is that a porn? I'm still having issues with my ink. <laughs> with ink. Why don't you just use my printer? Uh, SpongeBob <laughs> SquarePants. Where's my spare pants, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> and Rocco's Modern Life is set to direct the remake of Short Circuit. Oh, Lord. Which follows an intelligent robot originally built as a weapon and his burgeoning friendship with a family as he runs from the government. If Fisher Stevens isn't in it, I don't want to see it. That's the truth. He made both those movies. You know what? You've got to have another if, white if guy his, pretending to be an Indian. If his only writing credits is fucking SpongeBob, I'm done. What? I am never seeing this movie. No, SpongeBob's pretty damn funny, man. No, it isn't. Oh, you're wrong. My nieces and nephews watch that when I'm back home it's visiting. It's pretty funny. There's not one funny joke in that show. It's 30 minutes of them prancing around doing stupid yes. asinine shit it's that very, isn't funny. It's very non sequitur weirdness. But there it's pretty you go. funny. I like That's it. Right. I never, never watched it. It's I not don't funny. Love it, it's but not I like worth it. watching. Oh, my God. Tom Kenny is funny, funny, funny. Tom Kenny is a funny guy. Yeah, he does some really good stuff. Well, apparently not on that show. <laughs> <laughs> He's not watching the right episodes. <clears throat> what do you think? Write to us at comments on earlycounter.com. <laughs> I send send Eddie's Jeff a list of episodes to watch, folks. <laughs> and I'm not gonna watch them because I've watched a slew of them while I was. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. We'll have to watch my nieces orange and him. nephews watch this show, and they're not even laughing, but they're having a fun time watching it. Oh, that not, sounds like Paul right there. <laughs> and it's not so, funny. So, so they're gathering joy, but that's not fun. No. They're not laughing at anything. They're just glued to the, the television. The problem is. Jeff grew up in a pineapple under the sea, <laughs> and he finds the portrayal absolutely unrealistic. 
Yes, that's the reason why I don't think it's funny. Not the fact that the writing is awful and there's the not a not one awful. funny joke in oh, there. Oh boy! Well, I'm not. I'm not expecting Mr. Show, but yeah, it's, it's a cartoon. Not, it's pretty fun. There's I never. Fun la- I never really laughed out loud to Ren and Stimpy, but I enjoyed it too. Oh, now see, there's where we. Now, I did. I did find Ren and Stimpy pretty. Ren and Stimpy's the best. Yeah, sure. yeah, but I never la- really laughed out loud for well, it. Maybe you were watching. It, I found it enjoyable. You were probably seeing episodes that John Christopher Lucy didn't have hand in. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Yeah, those those ones after he left just send really a list of episodes really to Master Torgo, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> tell him what to watch, y'all. <laughs> what to read? What to play? <laughs> Choreographer turned director Kenny Ortega directed the first two high school musical films, the Michael Jackson performance film This Is It, and was set to direct the remake of Footloose before dropping out and leaving room for Craig Brewer to take the project. But Kenny Ortega is now set to remake another film. Lionsgate has just hired him to direct a new version of Dirty Dancing. Oh, God. And uh, if anybody is a good choice to remake this particular movie, it is Ortega as he choreographed the now famous moves in the original 1987 version. Deadline says that this remake is a high priority for Lionsgate. Fart noise. <laughs> I went if to see... If it doesn't have Kevin Bacon in it, I'm not in to see it. I tell you a movie that does have Kevin Bacon in it. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Excellent film. Is it? Excellent film. Yes, it looks. Right. I keep hearing it's, people say that it's fantastic. Excellent. It's excellent, and, and it's got uh, Emma Stone in it. So. It's it's really it's really really well done. And she's ridiculously and, uh, hot. During the previews, mm-hmm. they showed the Footloose preview. Uh oh, oh no, it's terrible. Is it? I, oh I was, my god! I was wondering that preview. Woo! That I, preview alone is just. Fodder. For I could have just, told you that without having. Seen oh, hey, the no, but I mean, it's outrageous. It's like it's like it's like worse than you were expecting. It's like, goddamn. Well, I'm trying to think what the other movie is. Um, okay, take. You got three movies going on in this fucking movie. Okay, you got. Step it up. You got right. Eh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm just well. It out yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you do, you do. You have that. What's that? What's that one called? Uh, step it up. The dancing. Step movies. it up, or you know, yeah, dance my dance, or you got crunked, or give me the crunk. <laughs> or where's your crunking now? Or who's crunk too? Or crunk a crunk. Crunk alone. Breaking two electric. Breaking boogaloo. crunk. Yeah. Okay. So you got one of those. You got uh, with the fucking varsity blues. Okay. The football movie because there's the touch of Jesus in there. All right, there's this all this holy roller crap. Uh, actually, a little bit of Final Destination. <laughs> well, oh, oh, no. really? Yeah. Why did someone die in perilous ways? Yes. Five high school seniors die driving home from a dance, and that's why dance gets banned. <laughs> they don't ban driving; <laughs> they ban dancing. And then you got, and then you combine it all with Fast and Furious. It looks horrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's the glue that no. seals it all together. Just Fast and Furious. Yeah. Editing. That Tokyo, sounds like a recipe specifically, for disaster. Specifically, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Wow. Because the preacher's daughter mm-hmm. comes out and she's all showing her belly and woo, fuck Bound me. Happen. Well, our Greek cred rating was triple A when we started this podcast. <laughs> what? But after five minutes of talking about a fucking dancing movie, I look. I'm saying the preview looks terrible. Oh. <laughs> Talk about news we don't give a shit about. Thank you. And thus ends well, this segment is. of the program. <laughs> that's what it is. And it's time for Weekend Geek. 
Yay! Or <laughs> <laughs> about fucking time. <laughs> uh, Robert Ben Garant, who wrote and starred in Comedy Central's Reno 911. And okay, this one I wasn't sure where to put it, so that's why I have it nearby. Okay. And penned the script for both Night at the Museum movies and fellow Reno star Thomas Lennon has signed to adapt the manga Tuxedo Gin for the big screen. Is anybody familiar with Tuxedo Gin? Paul. No. Nope. No? Wow. Manga, as far as I can tell, is about uh, non-human things taking on personalities, or in this case, souls, of humans. Uh, the movie will be a Disney release with the title Tux. So for the anime fans out there who know this and like this, there you go. If you hate it, well, then I guess it belongs in the former category. Reno uh, 911, it's such a hit or miss show. Thomas Lennon, though, he and... Uh his partner there have just come out with a screenwriting book that I'm very interested to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, to look into. It's uh, I believe it's called How to Write Screenplays for Fun and Profit, and then the fun is crossed out. <laughs> it's pretty great. Nice. That's, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. They they are openly they openly admit that they are Hacktron Five Thousand. Yeah, they don't give a goddamn. They're out there to make some money, and they've done it. So they, they got they, got they the, have their formula. They in, have sold. I think he said that their movies have made over a billion. That's a good way to stay to stick it in Hollywood, yeah. right there. Yeah, it's, it's a, not that they're making a billion. Yeah, but well, according to that, being writers, they got a percentage of the net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. a whole. Yeah, yeah. Read that book and find <laughs> out. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. Aren't you glad you read that book now, Kirsten? Oh yeah, it puts I'm, a whole new perspective on it. Hollywood Economist hear. is the name of the book they yes. were discussing. Yeah. Precisely. Very educational. Sorry, so their work probably did not net them much money, but no, uh, they they basically get paid their upfront fee, and that's the last they see of it. Yep. Yeah, but that upfront fee goes it up. It can be as okay. Those, uh, yeah, yeah, as those movies get success. Sure. Yeah. No, it's not each, chicken each time feed. They're like, hey, you made a buttload of money for us last time. We'll we'll put an ad another twenty percent on top of. But it also costs an unholy amount of money to stay alive and viable in that goddamn town. It truly too. does. So fuck I, it. And I got yet another friend gonna be moving down there trying to make it in the acting. Business. Everybody's like, everybody's trying. Best of luck. Best of no, luck. I, I I wish him luck. I just know how ridiculously tough it is. As Greg, I mean, as Greg Proops <laughs> said. <laughs> you gotta have a sick desire to want to live so close to the devil's cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just as an example of all the people I graduated film school with back in 2000, I know of only two that are working in the film biz down there, and it's not the jobs they wanted to do. Hmm. So that's that's so it. Well, what are they doing? No, sorry, What's one of one of them. One of them one of them is doing some of the stuff he wanted to do, and the other one is just... Cleaning up AIDS blood? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Big money in that. <laughs> AIDS blood and broken glass. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sony is confident about the success of The Amazing Spider-Man. They announced a, a sequel, already a sequel to their reboot. Yeah. Which doesn't no. come out for almost a year. Doesn't even have an official poster yet. Yet the sequel will be released on May 2nd, 2014. And that's not all Marvel has in store in 2014. Disney announced today it would be releasing two more Marvel movies in 2014. One on May 16th, 2014, and two weeks after the Spidey sequel. And another on June 27th, 2014. But they're not saying a word about which superheroes <laughs> they will be. <clears throat> nice. So they've announced two Marvel superhero dates, but nothing else. They're just trying to lock the dates down. Well. That's it. They don't care. Are any of those... In. The Avengers? Uh, don't know if it might be Avengers sequel. There's some speculation as to this is going to be the Doctor Strange movie, one of these. Oh, yeah. The Sorcerer Supreme? 
Which I'm very excited about. I love the strange. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love strange? Who likes strange? That's a throwback. Yeah. Get some of that Have strange. Have a drink. There you go. Fox Network announced that it had ordered a 13-episode series, Cosmos, a, a space-time <gasps> odyssey. Expected to be broadcast in 2013. Yes. As part of a creative team that includes Anne Dryan, the uh, Sagan's widow and collaborator on the original Cosmos. And uh, one of the executive producers is Seth MacFarlane, the creator, producer, co-star of Family Guy. Oh, wow. Uh, Mr. MacFarlane is a committed fan of the first Cosmos, who laments a modern society that he says has lost fascination with science. Quote, we're obsessed, Thank you. We're obsessed <laughs> with angels and vampires and whatnot, MacFarlane said in a telephone interview. When there are many more exciting and very real and much more spectacular things to be excited about yes. that are right in our own planetary backyard. Yeah. Get out of my head, Seth MacFarlane. That's where he lives. That's good. Uh, Jeff's head. Yeah. We need more atheists producing television. Amen. No two ways about <laughs> it. You know, I, I got to say this, Having met Seth MacFarlane, you know, however briefly, the guy is a space nut. I mean, he, he loves science fiction. He loves science. He loves space stuff. Um do you, do you remember who took him on the backstage tour at the experience, Paul? Wasn't me. I just I just remember hearing uh, that uh, when they took him through, like Seth Green was there, and like the, the, the whole robot chicken staff. This I because I, I, I actually I was gone that day. Or okay. I'd already well, yeah, I, I, remember I remember hearing about that too. Uh, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, Seth Green, Matt Senrick, um were all at the bar, and Darren. Yeah, and I, I got the picture of them all were, on the bridge. I, I, have, I have that. Yeah. Copy of that autograph picture. Yeah, it's pretty that was, cool. I gave you that copy. That was cool. The, the, the picture I'm not supposed to have. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What are they going to do to me now? Fire me? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I, I can't remember who took them on the tour, but they came to the bar and told me that every single question about uh, any of the various series and any science quiz uh, <clears throat> questions they threw in there, Seth MacFarlane answered every single one of them after two or three other people like tried attem- attempted and failed. He's a super genius. There's he's, no two ways he's, about it. He's super ridiculously genius. smart. But I, I'm actually very happy to hear that because, th- just like he said, there's there's not enough interest in science and learning. And Cosmos is a great series, but oh, certainly I, can use an update. Yeah. I mean, Welcome <laughs> to our planet. The spaceship, spaceship of the mind. The spaceship of the mind. It's not, not a horrible Sagan you got. We Star are stuff. tiny stuff grains of stand. Of. <laughs> you need to put a little more car- Kermit in it. Stuff. You got it. A little more Cartman? In a little more Kermit. A little more and you have Cartman. To, you have to... Uh, God damn it. Smack your lips every now and then. Kyle Look at all this crap. Look at all this space crap. Biggest. It's mostly dark matter. Cow. Cow. It's all dark matter, cow. Nobody cares, cow. Nobody the cares. The decahedron. <laughs> no, you're right. The I mean, dodecahedron. That series definitely could use a little bit of an update. I still watch it on occasion, but well, there you, there you, yes, you're right. There it's, it is. A it's, little more. It's a little curved. tough to, to get past, especially since some of the science is outdated now. Staring at my balls, thinking one of these balls might be made of the same star stuff <laughs> floating out there in space. But it's true. <laughs> it is. And that it's is what I. True. That is what I tell. Every woman whom I attempt to seduce into my spaceship of the bed. Oh, here it comes. Here comes the star stuff. The Big Bang. Right in your mouth. An explosion of life. 
See me fill the void. <laughs> and on and on <laughs> it goes. An explosion of life. <laughs> See your VJJ as the dark matter, the unknown quantity of the universe. Dare we probe it? <laughs> Yea, we must. For as Kepler said, if we do not fuck a bitch, <laughs> how are we going to know if that pussy right or not? <laughs> Is that MC Kepler? <laughs> yeah. If you're playing along at home, folks, finish your MC drink. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Sagan. <laughs> uh, once again, Kurt Vonnegut's science fiction masterpiece, Slaughterhouse-Five, has been banned from Republic High School in Missouri. This is far from the first time the book has been banned or burned. It's a regular school- footloose over there. Schools in the U.S. have frequently stuck- struck the book from the curriculum and removed it from libraries, and it solidly holds its place in the American Library Association's list of 100 most challenged books of 1990 through 1999. Uh, when the Vonnegut Memorial Library heard about this particular one, however, they reached out to students who would be deprived of reading the book and are providing those students with free copies of the novel. <laughs> to the uh, 150 students who were originally supposed to read the book, Vonnegut's library is offering them the opportunity to exercise their First Amendment rights. This is from their copy. Yeah. Saying that all the students have to do is email them with their name, address, and grade level, and they will receive a copy of the book. And uh, that's all I have to do. And another thing, Vonnegut, I'm canceling that check. Slaughterhouse-Five is a satirical novel that tells the story of Billy Pilgrim, World War II experiences, and his travels through time. It is generally regarded as Vonnegut's most popular and influential work. The school board has publicly stated their reason for banning the book, saying it creates, quote, false conceptions of American history and government, or that it teaches principles contrary to Bible, biblical morality and truth. Uh, I thought it was great, except, you know, why you gotta have Spock's brother? <laughs> what? <laughs> Last week, reports were circulating that Sci Fi was prepping to pick up Eureka for six more episodes, possibly its last. And now Sci Fi has announced that yes, Eureka is ending, but now it's not even going to get those last six episodes. What? Eureka! As a result, <laughs> the fifth season of the show will be its last. Eureka! The news comes as quite a shock to many fans who uh, was mentioned above, but though... He just tapped me on the knee for that one, folks. (laughs) (laughs) As he read that. Thought the show had at least six more episodes to wrap its story up before we said goodbye (laughs) to Little Town. Instead, we have this official statement released to Entertainment Weekly. Eureka cancellation. Eureka failure. Eureka horrible sadness now. After painstaking consideration, we had to make the difficult business decision to not order a season six of Eureka. (laughs) But Eureka is not over yet. (laughs) This was a dilemma of Stargadian proportions. (laughs) There is a... There is a new holiday episode this December. Eureka, you're fucking canceled. <laughs> yes, Eureka, there is no Santa Claus. <laughs> and twelve stellar episodes said to date. 
<laughs> this show is so good, we canceled it. <laughs> you won't believe how awesome the rest of this shit show is. The 2012 episodes are some of the best we've seen. Oh, sure they are. <laughs> I bet the dailies were burning up the screens. They couldn't get enough. They were ordering extra donuts and bringing the fucking secretaries in to watch this shit. What the hell? Who's, who are they fucking blowing smoke up? Give me a fuck. Why do they even come out with this shit? We, it was the best thing we ever stopped. <laughs> we are very grateful to <laughs> Bruce Miller. Thank God we killed this Bailey ratings Pat juggernaut. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Their people? team of incredible writers and amazing casting <laughs> crew. Who have consistently delivered a series we continue to be very proud of. And cancel! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking retarded doublespeak bullshit mania! Mania! There's no truth in the world anymore! Oh, God in heaven! Fuck ass! What the hell is that? That's awesome, Paul. You need to write a book of your Hollywood rants someday and title it, It's the Greatest Thing We Ever Stopped. Yeah! That was, that was amazing. The, the famous Paul just, like, channeled every bit of rage that I had about this announcement. Right there. Mm. Wow! Get out of Jeff's head, famous Paul! Get out of my head, famous Paul! <laughs> you and Seth are very comfortable in there. Oh, my God. God damn, I fucking hate sci-fi. Uh. <laughs> Every little vestige of that channel that I used to love is being systematically taken away. Listen, they know a successful series when they got it in their hands, clearly. <laughs> yeah, Ghost Fuckers is coming up next. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? <laughs> My wife and I, we watch that shit. We call it Door Hunters. I don't know, I've told you before. Yeah, yeah. Door you told Hunters. Us this, yeah. Oh, God. Door Hunters is they the worst. They got another fucking series like that coming Door out. Door Hunters in International is the worst. Yeah, there's nothing oh, yeah. ever, Nothing happens in Door Hunters International. At least <laughs> the guys who host original Door Hunters are somewhat compelling and interesting to watch. Somewhat. Yeah. But goddamn, that Door Hunters they International is They have a series coming up like in the fall <laughs> that is interviews with people that have had quote-unquote paranormal experiences. Oh. What the fuck is this bullshit? It costs them a dollar to make. I yeah. know it does. That's exactly it. And it's, and it's more compelling than And guess than what Eureka. else is happening in the fall? More <laughs> wrestling. Of course. Well, Stone Cold Steve Austin is fucking awesome. <laughs> Just wait till they come out with Ghost Wrestling. It's going to be awesome. If Stone Cold had guest starred more on Eureka, they might have had a shot. Fucking Warehouse, seriously, Warehouse 13 is going to be the only thing left on that channel that I even watch. And even that's probably not going to last. No way. <laughs> no way is that going to last. It'll be the greatest thing they ever stopped. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, folks. If you haven't seen Eureka, it's a fun, lighthearted little show. And it, oh, here, here he's shaking his head. No, I don't like it. <laughs> How many episodes have you watched? Ever half, half maybe of all of them, or half of one half episode? Of one episode maybe. <laughs> then you got nothing. It's just like you in the Stargate. <laughs> You've got nothing to base your dislike on. I've seen tons of previews. <laughs> As somebody in the entertainment biz, Paul, I am on the fringes of the entertainment industry. On yeah, know. you're using that in the loosest you are of terms. Essentially Jeff. judging a book by its cover from the previews. I, hell yeah, I'll judge that book by its cover. Eureka! You watch you you watch the previews and you're like, oh fuck that show. That's gonna yes. be a whole bunch of complete garbage. Pretty much. Lord, hey, it's a town full of geniuses. Hooray! <laughs> Oh, so it's like Big Bang Theory in everybody's house in that town. No. Fuck that. No. 
<sighs> You've completely missed. And then the bus there's a dumb share and a dumb the, sheriff. The bus works is two there. miles down the road, and you're like, "When's that bus gonna get?" I know here? what it's all about. Oh, there's, it's already left. There's a Whoops. dumb sheriff who works in Genius Town, and every episode he has to go up to somebody and say, "What happened here?" And they go, "We don't know." And then he finds a clue and goes, "Eureka!" <laughs> I think that's the game show spinoff. <laughs> oh God! Whew. NASA. <laughs> That don't, that don't exist no more. <laughs> well, they, they, they made themselves useful. NASA reports that researchers operating with funding from America's space program have proved that meteorites containing, contain two of the organic molecules that make DNA picked up or generated those molecules while they traveled through space, not when they came into contact with the Earth and its atmosphere. Their findings gave significant support to the theory that the origins of life on Earth are ultimately extraterrestrial. The meteorites also contained more of those, these molecules than the terrestrial soil or ice in which they were found by several orders of magnitude, making terrestrial contamination seem less likely. Extraordinary magnitude. So DNA's Super origins effective. are off the planet Earth. We are space germs. We uh, star stuff. That's <laughs> the right. Things that you will find. We are all made of stars. Hanging by my taint. <laughs> <laughs> In April, the uh, SETI, uh, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute, was experiencing budget cuts, mm -hmm. so it was forced to shut down its spearhead uh, to Life in Space, the Alien Telescope Array. Now fans of the Institute have donated $200,000 for the cause. Among the contributors are Jodie Foster, the actress who played the SETI researcher in the movie Contact, mm -hmm. science fiction writer Larry Niven, creator of the Ringworld series of novels, and Apollo 8 astronaut Bill Anders, who flew around the moon in 1968. Wait a minute. All of those people could only muster up $200,000? No, that's them plus all the other 2,000 people who have donated and uh, want to focus exploration of the uh, of SETI. So $200,000, basically the uh, what maybe a two-day operating cost for the, for the array? Tom Pearson, the uh, SETI's chief executive officer, says that uh, the Institute will be restarting its science operations in September. Of course, they're still accepting donations. SETI's operating costs plus the cost of its science division requires $2.5 million per year. They should no do a Kickstarter. Yeah. Yes, yes you, they should. You know how they could get their shit back in order? They open up that dish as a giant fucking skate park. <laughs> host, host the next X Games there. Get Sean White. Get Sean White on that action. <laughs> oh, God. Motherfuckers be put. Just uh, extreme put, SETI. Yeah. You know right. What, you put know some Mountain Dew and Van stickers all over that motherfucker, and you're good to go. You know what's sad is he's actually got something here. I know. <laughs> Do you know how much those fucking X Games generate? That's true. It's ridiculous. Vans would sponsor a dish. And oh, it's a perfect fit. X Games finds extraterrestrial. You're right. You should be in PR, man. I am in PR. <laughs> But just for horrible <laughs> shit. <laughs> it should be one of those uh, those agents that gets two completely separate entities together for that cross promotion. Like Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, I could yeah, do that. Yeah, it never works. I could bridge that gap. <laughs> fart on the government. Fart, fart, fart. Speaking of governments, South Korea is accusing the North Korean government of hacking MMOs to rack up points and sell it off to players for real cash. In order to fund nuclear weapons. Yep, Kim Jong-il. Yeah, this is similar to gold farming, where players spend long hours leveling up characters, earning achievements, which they sell off. But rather than spend all those hours grinding away at repetitive tasks, these hackers instead likely created a botnet of, of automated playing programs that did the grinding for them. 
According to New York Times, uh, quote, working from northern China, the police said the squad of hackers created software that breached the servers for popular South Korean online gaming sites such as Lineage and Dungeon and Fighter. The breach allowed around-the-clock play by factories of dozens of unmanned computers. Their accumulated gaming points were exchanged for cash at websites where human players are focused on acquiring enhancements for their online personas or avatars. Well, at least uh, it will not people in jail this time. Hackers earned <laughs> $6 million in two years, a nice windfall considering the economic sanctions against North Korea. The money was then funneled into a slush fund that pays for luxury goods, which Kim Jong-il gifted to loyal Korean Workers' Party members. This slush fund also pays for weapons of mass destruction. Uh, South Korean police learned of this when they arrested four people in northern China who were trying to organize more hackers. Unsurprisingly, the North Korean government denies the accusation. Holy shit. It's MMOs, the downfall of civilization. Video games are bad for you. <laughs> Video games will kill you. Uh, according to the Los Angeles Times, a massive budget hike for Mad Men, the cable network's flag, uh, flagship program, has led AMC to make cuts to its other two high-profile shows, <laughs> The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad. There you go. <laughs> Just a few months ago, there was a tense negotiation between AMC and Mad Men creator Matt Weiner over both his contract and the show's budget. Well, Weiner ended up signing two more seasons of Mad Men at a hefty personal paycheck of $10 million per year and stood his ground on budget cuts. Meanwhile, in the past two weeks, AMC has sliced $250,000 per episode from The Walking Dead and has asked the creators of Breaking Bad to scale their next season down from 13 episodes to a mere six or eight. Wow. As a result, there's a lot of muttering behind the scenes that AMC broke the bank for Mad Men and is now expecting other shows to make do with less. It's been speculated that Darabont's refusal to agree to the smaller budget led to his departure yep. as executive producer of The Walking Dead. That's what I heard. A key factor in the success of the first season. The irony in all this is that The Walking Dead has gotten more viewers than either of the other shows. It averaged 6 million viewers per episode during its first season, while Mad Men averaged 4.3 million last season, and Breaking Bad is grabbing a mere 2.3 million this year. Yeah, that was uh, I read that as well, that that was the rumor that Darabont left the show because... They wanted him to do twice as many episodes with, like, half the budget per episode. Well, they need to just go back to the six-episode season. I know it's kind of unfortunate, but it's, I mean, I mean, I'd be such fine a tight with season. That's the way the Brits do it, you know. Well, they, they do like they do like ten to twelve episode yeah, seasons. That sounds about right for the Brit shows. British shows tend to be about ten, thirteen, ten to twelve seasons. Yeah, the original Office. And well, the original Office and a bunch of other. Six episodes. Yeah, but uh, what's... A lot of the genre stuff I've been watching has at least ten episodes. But you have to remember, you know, their seasons, a lot of times, stuff. go like... They'll do they'll run six episodes, then they'll have like a couple months off, and then they'll run the, the finishing six for that season, and then it doesn't start up again for like another six months. Yeah. I don't that's know how, that's the, how they uh, do Doctor Who right now. They ran, <clears throat> uh, they ran six episodes... Then they got a two-month break, and then I believe the end of this month it starts back up again for the final six of this quote-unquote season. But they only get one season per year. Well, I love Mad Men. Yeah. Love that show. Hmm. I really enjoyed Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. I'm just finishing season three of Breaking Bad. They're all great. Yeah, they're doing good, good stuff. But wow. I think Mad Men is still number one, now, in my opinion. You guys have both watched uh, Breaking Bad. I know you love it, Torgo. Hmm. Now... With the whole main character and the cancer stuff, are they gonna be able to keep going with this? Because I mean, wasn't he dying, and that was the whole point of no of his 
is is he spoilers? Yeah, yeah that's that. Well, that's pretty apparent that's after g- the first episode, sort right? Of. Uh, but I honestly, I don't know. Well, obviously, if <clears throat> well, I mean, it might be their final season. If Kirsten, have you like seen this. Breaking well, Bad? Sure. No. What I mean, oh, with the chronology like of no. the the various seasons, you know, right. is, is it's it like, hard to speak about Breaking Bad without going into spoilers. Yeah, it's right. Much the way that story is yeah. set up. Well, so, it, I'll, I'll, is well, it like a, is it, it like a few can, days in his life, or is it like an entire? No, no, it's not a few days in his life. I'll, put, I'll give it that what. That okay, much. But, so uh, so each they season they can make it go as long as they want to make it go. Okay, yep, pretty much. I'm I, sure they have an idea in their and head I where they want like, to go. But I feel like honestly, I'm watching season three right now, mm-hmm. and they've stretched one or two episodes. Yeah, could have been just not in there. Certainly, easily. Well, I don't blame Darabont for leaving. If you've got if you've got the the, the biggest numbers and they want to cut your budget, yeah, that is unfortunate. Fuck it. It's a great it's a great series too. I mean, Madman is a bigger brand and property right now, but Walking Dead is on its way up. If there could be a crossover, I would shit myself. <laughs> That's already happening in your head, though. Oh my god! Well, Him uh, shitting himself. You can just in my head. Actually. You can see the opening <laughs> credits for Mad Men with zombies and shit. Can you imagine how great that would be? All the ads having undead in them. I haven't. And January seen Jones. You haven't turns seen Mad Men? Turns to Diamond and fights them off. Buddy, I'd f- do it. Yes, bring it all. Bring X Men into it. I don't care. <laughs> Walking Dead, X Men crossover. Well, who else? What? Ham could be his character from the A Team. I don't care. <laughs> Go nuts. Don Draper turns out to be an agent of Shield. Don Draper, agent of Shield, would be an amazing goddamn comic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, what little I've seen of Mad Men, I agree. Oh, God damn it. Marvel, Disney. Oh, they'll never do it. Oh, Don Draper, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> so fucking cool. Uh, Darren Aronofsky, Protozoa Pictures, has optioned the rights to Pandemonium, the debut novel of Demonic Possession by author Daryl Gregory. The notion is developed the material for a potential TV series. The book follows an inter- interesting alternate timeline in which a cabal of scientists have accurately recorded thousands of cases involving demonic possession since the 1950s. You had my hopes up there for a minute. You remember? You guys remember Pandemonium, the cartoon with all the pandas? Really? Oh, <laughs> that's where you that's, remember that? Yeah. Darren Aronofsky's Panda. That's where do you, you went to? <laughs> do you remember that show? No. Wouldn't that be amazing? Aronofsky directing Pandemonium? No. That it's kind of like fun. Disorderlies, but with pandas. Oh, Right there, you kind of lost me on disorderly. <laughs> Unless you bring the fat boys into it, or better yet, well, they should do. They should bring the pandas cartoon, and they should license the soundtrack. It should be the Times Pandemonium album, which is phenomenal. <laughs> Morris Day, oh yes, can't. back in pandas, animated pandas, directed by Aronofsky. Fat boys dressed as pandas. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar, the Oscar goes to. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. What was the rumor? They said he had a broken heart. Oh, These incidents yeah. mimic a predictable ah, pattern of the health ah. spawn and invading a body going berserk then moving on to his next host. It's oh, so character. it's like that movie they made a long time ago. But this is a TV series. Denzel Washington. No. What, I don't remember Denzel. Pa- you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, movie? I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right, what was no. it called? What I was it called? Had John it's Goodman in it? It was the... It's exactly what you're talking about. 
When he called the, the, the I main, have a demon in me. Yeah. And I pass it by looking at people and shit. Yeah. The main character, Del Pierce, is troubled, marginally psychotic young man whose personal demon enjoyed the hospitality a bit too much and never left. When he was five years old, a spirit known as Hellion possessed him is now back with a vengeance. Pierce embarks on a quest to exorcise this creature. The answers are contained in a handful of Golden Age comics, demon-created paintings, and his own repressed childhood memories. Fallen. Fallen. That's it. Oh, I never saw that. <clears throat> well, good. guess what? Surprise, surprise. If Something you, you haven't seen. If you'd seen, <laughs> if you'd seen Fallen, yeah, I'd be going. Yo, I'm great. Oh, I've yeah. seen this Our TV Red series just slash with a movie. Double A minus. It's it's close. You've seen you've seen Repossessed with. I don't uh, think Missing Fallen loses Greek geek cred. <laughs> just just on the a note. Bethesda. Revealed the Skyrim Collector's Edition for PC, uh, Xbox 360, PS3. It contains the game, a 200-page hardcover art book, a DVD in the making of the game, and a 12-inch statue of the dragon Alduin. Ooh, if it's any consolation, you'll have until November. Yeah, November 11th to save up for the money. $150 for the set. That 12-inch dragon will give you a Skyrim job. <laughs> Ouch. Home yeah, box yeah it does hurt. Cause it's a dragon up your butt. Yeah, the spikes are <clears throat> going to be great. <laughs> Dragon Con. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Those two don't go together. Dragon Con. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Youch. Youch. Oh, my God. If that's what you want to use it for, there are better ways of spending your $150. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. There's no. Oh, yes. Lies. The Mega Fist. Find one. Whoa, Mega Fist. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen that. That's incredible. Uh, is home that box the one office. From, uh... Is that. Oh, go ahead. Is that is the, the one, one from, from Eureka? <laughs> <laughs> isn't, I was going to say, isn't there a Mega Fist in Saints Row the Third as well? If not, there should the be. Big, there's, the, oh, there's a big fucking fist it's called club. the Apocaphist. Oh, is that what it is? The <laughs> yeah. Apocaphist? <laughs> I, I saw the clips of it the at power, Con. Yeah, it's got the just, power like, of the Apocaphist in people. your hand. Yep. <laughs> Apocaphist. <laughs> Dragon Con. Home box office announced earlier in the week that it's bringing a streaming model of its premium cable channel to consoles. Uh, part of HBO Go, the service requires an active HBO subscription and was confirmed by Time Roy, uh, Warner CEO Jeff Bukes. Uh, no specific consoles have been confirmed, but I guess you could probably take a guess or two. I think of two. <clears throat> or 360. Uh, 2K games. Vision. And Yes, it's going to be yes. on the ColecoVision as long as you have the Smurf cartridge. <laughs> uh. 2K games and Gearbox software confirm the existence of Borderlands 2. The only, only the release date has been given as, as uh, sometime in 2013's fiscal year, which begins for 2K April 1st, 2012. Uh, new environments, character skills, weapons can be expected. The official debut of the game will take place at this year's GamesCon at Cologne, Germany. Oh, that and game. 2K games, 2K games and Gearbox software, listen up. Get fucking Duke Nukem's load times fixed. Holy shit. You think Ridiculous. That's the, that's the problem with that game? The load times? Have you played the game? It's a piece of garbage. He saw the preview. It's not. I, a, I played the, I played <laughs> the demo. You I played did. the demo? I played the demo. It's, it's garbage. I've been playing the game for a couple of days now. It's not a terrible game. It's not a great game. It's not a terrible game. It's got the nostalgia factor going for They're it. They're never going to fix those load times, buddy. But the load times. Yeah. I am not shitting you. I know. 45 minutes. Or excuse me. 45 Shit. to 55 seconds. <laughs> yeah. 
I, know. I mean, literally, a whole minute of your life. Every a time whole you minute. Move. Every time <laughs> you die, an hour. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> every time you die, you have uh, like a full minute. You gotta waste. It's piece of poop. Go to get up. Go get a soda. Have a drink of water. Go to the bathroom. Come back. Yep. And it's still Jacket. loading. Have it's a not, wife. Not the way I go to the bathroom. Awful. <laughs> I was able to get married, have my have my children matriculate through college, um, and uh, have one of them die in a balloon fire in the time it took me to load that game. Um, and that was just a demo. It's, <laughs> that was just a demo. Just That's a demo. right. No, that Borderlands 2 is being written by Anthony Birch. Okay. He and his sister do uh, Hey Ash, What You Playing? Okay. For those of you who may not be, may not be familiar, it's a hilarious web series all about video games. Uh, if you have the slightest interest in video games, check out Hey Ash, What You Playing? Anthony Birch and his sister Ashley. It is, and and their dad shows up in almost all of them too. It is goddamn gold, comedy gold. So I look forward to this being a funny game. Like the first one was pretty funny. Yeah, that was one of my favorite games that the year that came out. I think you'll find uh, love. Anthony's v- yeah, he's a very funny dude. Still so play look forward to this sec. The second one's going to have a lot of wit. If uh, nice, yeah, he's a very funny guy. Because the first one was funny, but I don't know if I call it witty. So that that'd be a nice addition. He's to very it. Fu- he's very funny. He's Although very it'll funny. be mailback software for Torgo if they have load time problems. <laughs> I haven't had the problems yet, although I'll try this game eventually. But I know you, I'm just, sir. Well, I mean, it's it's 2K and Gearbox, so you know they're the ones behind Duke Nukem. So okay, well, I gotta give them that. Do you? Did you carry the poop all the way through the game? <laughs> no, I oh. carried my own poop all the way through the game. I think there's a an achievement if you carry the poop all the way through the game. I did not carry the poop. I don't know. Damn it! Maybe there's not. I missed the poop. Achievement unlocked. Carried the poop. Did you Did you see that, Kirsten, where you can pick up poop as Duke Nukem? No, it's really funny. That's the Jeff. Did you get the poop? whole game? No, uh, but there is one of the load screens. It says uh, carry the poop. No, it says grabbing the grabbing a turd out of the toilet won't lower your ego points, even though we wanted it to. Ah, because you get you get quote unquote ego points for like interacting with. I things think you should grab the poop in the game. and it's a load screen, so you have to stare at that for like a minute. <laughs> oh, a load screen. I tell you what. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Load screen, Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> Wavy line bird, Paul. <laughs> Wavy line bird. In a post on the World of Warcraft blog, Blizzard announced that more than $1.9 million has been raised for the Japan Earthquake and Pacific Tsunami Relief Fund of the American Red Cross. This amount was raised uh, was raised by selling an in-game Scenarian uh, hatchling pet, which was available for $10. The fundraiser started in early May and lasted through uh, July 31st. The full proceeds of the sale of this virtual item has been donated to American Red Cross. The numbers suggest that over 1.9 million users have purchased the virtual item. The item is currently still available in the Blizzard store, though future revenues will not be donated to the relief fund. Hold on. 1.9 million people bought it. Yeah, that math didn't quite work out, did it? <laughs> 1.9 million people bought it at $10 a pop. And how much did they raise for the relief? Uh, $1.9 million, sir. So they give one dollar to the relief <laughs> and nine dollars for the imaginary virtual character. <laughs> We've crafted this from the finest bits and bites <laughs> of nothing from our brain. So you're saying it's the R's Revenge development team that no, uh, that. no, and you know, I, I can't, I can't, you know, good for them. I didn't raise a million dollars to help the tsunami victims. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot did because it's Japan. The uh, fundraising, 
the the aid is like really really low yeah it's like compared to haiti and other places yeah the aid is very small because you know is there a developed country exactly because it's japan people don't you know are not as motivated to all those poor people and help because but yeah it's well, true that, each dollar doesn't go as far too in the relief don't aid worry we'll there. get our own eventually yeah, we will. We'll get a Fukushima. Fukushima. Wait, Fukudamana. Shigeda. <laughs> Wait, no, it's Fukuda. Fukuda. Have a drink, folks. Mokalakahiki. You no, know you want to lay me. What? Kamana want to lay him. Fukushima. 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 Yeah, Fukushima me once. Shame on you. <laughs> Fukushima me twice. Yeah. No, Ding our meltdown is going to be on Wall Street. Uh, maybe I don't know. Isn't we'll that have becoming... to have a. We'll don't have you... to have a uh, debt relief telethon for yeah. the United States. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the first debt relief telephone is on the air. Yeah. Donate now. The deficit is only getting better, $10. bigger. <laughs> if we could just somehow, get every American to pledge $1. We want to thank you for participating in minimum the debt of relief $1. Uh, <laughs> telephone. Unfortunately, we are deeper in debt for producing this telephone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get some stars to come in and do it for free. And the, you know, We'll have the deficit paid in no time. <laughs> And uh, finally, Gamefly will launch a new digital client this holiday. The biggest benefits of which will be the new unlimited PC Play service. It will allow subscribers to download and play any offered PC Mac games, presenting a natural evolution of the service since it acquired IGN's direct-to-drive platform several months back. Quote, we're talking to all publishers about participating. Several have already been signed, but we're not announcing at this time, Gamefly co-founder Sean Spencer told Joystick. Quote, in the unlimited PC Play portion for Gamefly subscribers, we suspect to have over 100 titles available available for the beta launch, but we'll be adding to the list constantly and should have hundreds at the time of our holiday launch. Asked, asked if the company would offer a PC-only Gamefly subscription, similar, similar to those found with movie rental streaming services, Spectre said, quote, We currently have no plans to offer a digital-only subscription as we believe the real value to gamers and our members is our unique combination of console and digital PC game offerings. Uh, Spectre said that the uh, company's mobile apps and client-based applications should update regularly, and customers will have access to whatever games they download as long as they maintain a subscription. Uh, Gamefly will launch the closed beta for the client on September 8th at the Los, at the Los Angeles event, where attendees will receive a beta code for themselves and a friend. Uh, Gamefly subscribers not in the LA area can sign up by heading over to the beta section of the Gamefly site. Nice. So, yeah. So they've, they're adding the PC client. Although it's interesting, they're not going to have that on its own uh, for people that, for the PC snobs who don't have consoles. Not many out there, but they exist. Well, goodness knows that you're going to be uh, even less available for things. I'll tell you once what, that man, starts. it's going gonna, it's gonna to cheapen my, uh, my, my, ski, my Steam purchases. Right. Because Lord knows, I spend as much on Steam as I do for gameplay. Yeah. What is gameplay now? 15 bucks a month? Uh, depends on your, uh, so, but you I think want? that's like the minimums model for like the one disc per. Yeah. If I had time to play games, I still I'd swear by it. it. God, I love Gamefly. Yeah. It saved me so much money. Yeah. It is why Jeff plays Duke Nukem right now. Ah. We can play Duke Nukem without feeling guilty about for, it. For the, you for know, sure. no buyer's yeah. remorse there. Yeah. No, he's, he's not kidding you. It saved both of us a ton of money. I mean, not, not to mention the, the coupons that he gets in the... In the discounted software. Yeah, if you want to keep it, it's cheaper than buying it anywhere else, and you already yeah. have the disc in your possession, so you plus know the it's condition. That's... Plus the number of times he's gotten a game, played it for 10 minutes, goes, this game is garbage, and mails it right back. 
That's I, I mean, it's, it's paid for itself right there. I've nearly played every single Xbox game released. Yeah, yeah. So I've, it's it's been great. In fact, I turned a friend of I'm a, it, Oddly enough, I, a friend of mine was still renting games from like Blockbuster and oh Redbox Lord. and stuff. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Why aren't you on Gamefly? And he goes, what's Gamefly? And I'm like, don't you have Netflix? Yeah. How do you not know about Gamefly? So I explained to him what it was, and he went and signed up for it that night. And he's like, dude. One month of Gamefly is less than the late fees I had to pay right. on the game that I returned think, to, uh, I think, to uh, Blockbuster. I think Gamefly is uh, shoving dollars in Jeff's pocket as we speak. <laughs> I wish. Oh, I, I thought that I chick wish. blowing I wish. Jeff was from Gamefly. <laughs> no, no, she was from Glee, no. but she has too big a lips for him. Oh, so. I, that uh, girl with the face <laughs> and mouth? Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> that girl with the clothes on? <laughs> No way! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> but what you got for us? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com and uh, f- like us on the Facebook. Once again, we hit one thousand likes, three great prize packages. We're, oh boy, good stuff! We're getting there, folks. We're very please, close. Please check out gentlemenofillrepute.com. That's Gentleman of Ill Repute. Uh, just recorded a podcast with those guys. It's pretty hilarious. You can hear me and Kyle doing dueling Cosbys from the future oh, and past. Christ. I've it's heard it before. Pretty it's, incredible. That sounds awesome. Pretty incredible, yes. So uh, I have yet to listen to it. It just posted today. I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. But uh, I was there to record it, so I know how it went. It was fun. Lots of fun. Uh, so big shout out to those guys. And uh, hopefully we'll get a link up one of these days when Webmaster Barry returns from his man lady hair vacation. And uh, and Kristen, what was the name of that podcast you were on again? So Geek Fights. There it is. Geek Fights. Great um, name. It uh, my uh, episode, I believe that I guess it on will post uh, August fifteenth or so. Best bad movie. Nice. Listen to us argue what exactly a bad movie is. Yeah, I'm supposed to be on there in the near future too, but uh, I, I'm not sure which episode <coughs> I'm going to be participating in yet. Damon says to light a fire under and get you on there. There it is. Yes. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, I, I had no doubt it would be. I just, I was so crunched here for in time. Hmm? He here in town now? No, no, no. This is a... Uh, yeah, Skype it? Detroit, yeah. I actually got Skype specifically for this. Cool. Wow. I got a webcam. Get ready, ladies. So, but, yeah! Uh, <laughs> But uh, chat room, chat room yeah. here it comes. Oh my there God, comes Commander no, K star no stuff. Way. No way. I'm, yeah, really, the explosion of life. <laughs> That's right. Oh dear Lord, no. I've I've done enough stupid stuff on the internet. I don't need to. There are. No, nah, I just I you know if if you're listening out there, Damon, it's not for lack of want. Just I got so caught up in the crunch for. Uh, Preparing for Comic Con, that yeah. I lost track of time, and yeah, there, so. there was he some... thinks it's eighteen thirty six right now. Everybody, <laughs> it's terrible. No, it's eighteen eighty five. He's turned steampunk on us. It's um, well, apparently have enough time. I in found the lo- Doc, but he's in the old west. <laughs> oh shit! Apparently have enough time in the loading screens of Duke Nukem to participate. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is that. You You've been wasting there. at least five minutes every day on Duke Nukem loading screens. Oh, more than that. <laughs> Pick up the poop. I think I think in an hour I play maybe fifteen minutes. Gross. Yeah, I hated <laughs> the demo, but the, but that is the funniest thing. You can pick up a piece of turd, and he's like, "Why am I doing this? What's wrong with me?" That sounds pretty good. Actually. Who picks up a poop? Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> hey, when did I eat peanuts? Uh, I'm gonna put this inside me again. 
Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Dragon Con commercial. <laughs> God, that's awesome. Mm, and uh, that's it for the show. So uh, I'm Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And we'll talk to you. Weekend Geek next week. That's a really good Duke Nukem, by the way. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. I like it. Oh, man. Resonates Look nice out. in the headphones. My balls fell off in this soup bowl. I hope no one eats my balls. Those alien bastards are going to pay for messing up my ride. They're going to get it. And by it, I mean my cock. <laughs> and by cock, I mean wiener. And by wiener, I'm talking penis. That's right, ladies. My penis. <laughs> my penis just farted. How'd that happen? Oh, that's right. I was fucking a burrito. My penis must have eaten some of the burrito I was fucking. Wow, that'll teach me. I should never fuck a burrito. Unless I want my penis farts again. Gross. Oh. Oh. Nope. My penis just farted again. What have you been eating, penis? I cut you off from the Wow. Jeff left the room holding his stomach. <laughs> Maybe it was the burrito we ate. <laughs> oh. I've been sitting on this penis fart all day. Dragon Con. <laughs>